Foxabon made to wave the flag. Woo, that red, white, and blue. Woo! Thanksgiving week in America, baby. Columbus is my God. Build the wall, not around Mexico, but around Canada. They lied to me once about bacon, and I will simply never get over it. They, the Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is my president. The country where you can abort every goddamn fucking baby, preterm, postterm, midterm. Semi-finals, NBA finals, flu game, Michael Jordan, every fucking baby, COVID isn't real, nothing's real, we live in a simulation, I could stab myself in the fucking chest right now, nothing would happen, absolutely nothing would happen, we all live in a simulation, you're not real, I'm not real, the world's not real, woo! Okay, anyways, that was a joke, let's all just start there. I feel the need that I need to say that before somebody's like, did you just say <laughs> everything's a joke, which obviously you guys know because you listen to this and you're and you're smart people and you understand that these are all jokes, but people on the internet are fucking stupid. I guarantee, listen, I knew people on the internet were fucking stupid, but I never realized how stupid they actually were until I started posting comedy things on the internet where people will legitimately look at my page and be like, oh, he posts comedy. On his entire page, like he he is like he does comedy, and then they see one thing they don't like, and they go, mm, "I'm gonna take this one at face value, though, and get really upset about it because I have no life and I'm a miserable fuck." That's what that's what they say. That's what they do, dude. I have forty five year old like fathers of three. You know what I'm saying? Forty five year old fathers with three children commenting on my posts. Telling me that um, I need to be put on a leash and that I shop in the in the children's section at Walmart or something like that. Like, I don't even. Which, by the way, the shirt that they were making fun of, I a didn't think it was that tight, but I only keep it around is because I bought it because it was for um, breast cancer awareness. So honestly, they're kind of pieces of shit for making fun of a fucking shirt that. Gives money to help people beat breast cancer. Yeah. How about that, you little cocksucker? But you don't they don't feel so fucking great about yourself. Oh, what are you oh, what are you fucking cheering for the cancer? Are you on cancer's side? Huh? Yeah, that's right, fucker. But you feel really shitty about yourself now. I hope you do. I hope you do. I actually I love getting hate comments from like 50, 50 year old men. It's just cause it's sad, you know? It's sad. It is sad. You know what I'm saying? Like it's sad. And you feel bad for them because you know that they're just sitting in their one-bedroom one apartment just outside the city after their third divorce. They lost all the money in all the divorces, and they're just sitting there leaving hate comments on the internet. I know your life's sad, and I get that you want to take it out on me because, you know, I'm just trying to make people laugh, and you don't like that I'm trying to do that, and that's fine. You know, that's fine. Do whatever you want. It's your life. Live your little life. Um... What do I want to talk about? Dude, I woke up with an absolute heater of a headache this morning. I mean, talk about I've been fighting it all day. You know what I'm saying? I woke up, popped some Tylenol. I mean, I mean, talk about a day ruiner too. You know what I'm saying? The headache, it'll really it, it it's it's not exactly the best start to the day when you wake up with an absolute pounder, a nice solid little migraine there. You know, you go to bed nice, 
you're having a good time, you wake up the next morning and it feels like God himself took an ice pick to the side of your fucking temple and it's just caving in the side of your skull and it doesn't feel great. It's also it's also like 25 degrees outside, which doesn't help anybody. It's not helping anybody, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit cold outside, not feeling too great, but we're here and we're here to have a good time and we're here to laugh and we're here to giggle and we're here to you know, have some fun. Like I did say, it is Thanksgiving week in America. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, that's, I don't um, really care what you do with your life. I'm going to talk about it regardless. Okay. Because that's fucking, that's the week that we're in. Okay. Um, what else do I want to say? Um, let's, I fucking son of bitch. I recently, actually the one thing, what I want to talk about, I want to talk about. So first of all, I want to talk about Barnes and Noble. If you don't know what Barnes and Noble is, it's a bookstore. Okay, it's a bookstore um, in America. I don't know if there are other places they might be. They might not be. I mean, I'm sure they're kind of going downhill. You know, because like who actually, you know, goes to a bookstore? You just order shit off of Amazon because it's way cheaper. Which I learned the hard way. So this is what happened to me the other day. Let me tell you a little story about Barnes and Noble. I go to the bookstore, Barnes and Noble, and I reason I was going there was specifically because my sister needed some book. For school, I told her that I had the book, and then she, without asking me, canceled the Amazon order like an idiot. And then now she was like, This is your problem. And I go, I don't really, I don't see it that way. I don't see how it's my problem. You didn't let me, you didn't allow me to check to make sure I had said book for your classes. And she just goes, Well, you said that you thought you had it. Yeah. Keyword thought I had, not it's in my fucking drawer cancel the order those weren't my words but she decided to cancel the order now it's all of a sudden apparently it's my problem so the next day i wake up i go to barnes and noble i walk into the store i'm just going to get her book and look contrary to popular belief i can read and i do read books i know fucking you guys are probably like holy fucking shit dude i would have thought you were illiterate and that's fair that is fair and i'll give you that but anyways I go to the bookstore and what I do is I'm walking around and I'm trying to, you know, find her book, but I don't go to the person at the counter because, you know, I think that I don't need help ever in life. And so I'm deciding to walk around the store and I'm like, I'm going to find this fucking book. Like, I'm not an idiot. I know how a bookstore works. But the problem here is that my ADHD kicked in and I ended up walking around the store for 45 minutes, like not looking for her book whatsoever. For 45 minutes, I just walked around the store and I was touching books and I was like looking at all the colors on them. And when everyone had like a pretty color, I would just grab it. Which, by the way, if you're anyone, if you're thinking about writing a book ever, and you want someone to buy said book, if you want me to buy the book, just make it fucking, make it like rainbow colored, and I promise you, I'm probably going to buy it, because it's just going to stick out to my eye, and I'm going to be like, oh, ooh, ooh, pretty colors, ooh, pretty colors, and I'm going to grab it, I'm going to be like, I'm taking you home with me, come here, and I'm going to, and I'm going to take it home with me, because I see the pretty colors, and I fucking check out, literally the most recent book I have, I forgot what it was called, like before the fall, I'm almost done reading it. But anyways, the letters on it were like bright orange. And I listen, I would be lying to you if I didn't say the only reason I picked up the book was because the bright orange drew me to it like a fucking moth to a flame. Literally, that's what I am, dude. Sometimes I'm like an I'm like an eight year old mixed with like uh, an insect. You know what I'm saying? I see pretty colors or like a light and I'm like, oh, where's that coming from? I'm gonna go look at that. What's that? I like that. Ooh, pretty colors. Ooh, shiny. Oh, shiny. I want to lick it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously I don't put anything in my mouth 
until after I buy it, obviously. But you know, anyways, I get the I eventually pick up my book after like forty five minutes. I get my sister's book. Everything's all good and dandy. I go to check out, and for some fucking reason, so the book that I needed to get my sister was Fahrenheit four fifty one. I think that is. I don't know the numbers on it. I think that's what it is. Anyways. I've, if you haven't read this book, it's like a very, it's like a classic, you know, as they say. And I've read it before. Like, I read it like a while ago. And I know, like, pretty much everybody has read it, like, at one point. Like, they either made you read it, like, you know, when you were, like, in your younger years or, you know, maybe early on in high school, you probably had to read it. At some point in time, I feel like if you graduated high school, you definitely read that book. And so the lady at the counter, I fucking, for some, I don't know why I did this, but it was the most embarrassing shit ever. For some reason, I felt the need to let her know that the Fahrenheit 451 wasn't for me and that I did read the book before. Like, I felt the need to let her know for some reason that this is not my first time buying this book and that it was for my sister. And so the lady goes, I hand her the book and she goes, oh, such a great book. And I just fucking blurt out without even thinking... I just blurt out. I go, oh, I, I actually already read it. This is actually for my sister, but I, I've actually read it. I, I know it's a good book. Thank you, though. I, I do know it's a good book, but this is for my sister. And fucking, she didn't say, and she just looked at me and then looked down and typed in, and then she goes, that'll be forty-seven fifty or whatever, or, you know, whatever she told me. And I just, and I was like, I was like, fuck, why did I say that? I just blurted it out. Like, she was like, great book. And I was like, I read it. I read it. I, I read it. I know it front to back. Quiz me. Quiz me. Who's the characters? I know. Quiz me. Quiz me right now. I promise you I know the plot line. I fucking... <laughs> I promise I'm not an idiot. I read this book before. Please. I promise. I don't know why I did that. Also, though, Barnes & Noble, dude, <laughs> the fact that they're not out of business, what are you fucking doing? I literally, dude... The book that my sister wanted and the book that I bought on Amazon, if I wanted to order them off Amazon, would have been like a total of like $11. Would have been like a, a solid total of probably $11. I was checking out these two books at Barnes & Noble and the lady goes, okay. She goes, okay, great. That'll be $87.50. For fucking, for what? For what? I just gave you two books. What? $87.50? For what? A book and a blowjob? That's the only way I'm paying $87.50. Are you out of your fucking mind? Are you are you crazy? Like, I don't Barnes and Noble, do you wanna be the block do you wanna turn into blockbuster? This is what you're putting yourself out of business out of business. Okay? You're putting yourself out of business. The book that I could have bought on Amazon was cost five dollars on Amazon and it cost seventeen dollars. At Barnes and Noble, what kind of trees are you using? Magical trees? Are you using magical trees? Do leprechauns build this book? I want to know where these extra costs are coming from, because apparently Jeffy Baby could get me the book in fucking two days with my Prime membership for five dollars and thirty-seven cents. And I go to Barnes and Noble, and you're charging me twenty-one plus tax. What are you? Who's? What is happening? What? It's the same book. I could have got a hardcover for less on Amazon than I bought the softcover. That's not a thing. What is it called? A softcover. Why did I just say that? Paperback. A paperback. I bought a paperback. And I could have bought a hardcover for less. For less. The only reason I even like going in the store 
is because when I walk into a bookstore, I feel like I don't belong, to be honest with you. I literally, you know what it is? Like I walk in and everyone in there, they got like glasses on. I could tell that they read like way fucking more than I do. Like I read, I read, you know what I'm saying? But like their life revolves around reading where like I'm walking in and in my head, I'm like, I do comedy for a living. They probably do wouldn't like me if they knew what I did for a living. <laughs> like they probably, I, they see me walk in and you know, I just, you know, I get in my head and I just feel like I don't really belong. But at the same time, it does make me feel smarter for some reason when I walk into a bookstore, you know what I'm saying? Like I walk in there and I like to pretend like I've, like I read a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll, I literally, I'm not even kidding here. Like this might be a little bit embarrassing to say, but I'll say it. I picked out a few books and then like mumbled under my breath and been like, oh yeah, I've, I've read that one before. I didn't read it. There was nobody near me, but just in case, but just in case somebody heard me. All right. I just want to walk in and form some kind of credibility. Can you blame a guy? Can you blame a guy for wanting some type of credibility? Anyways? Yeah. Barnes and Noble. I feel like they're going to go out of business soon if they keep this shit up. Okay. They're upcharging like a motherfucker. I don't know what their problem is. I get that they need to make a profit, which is fine. If the books costed me like three maybe even four to five more dollars than what they cost on Amazon, then yeah, I would consider going to the bookstore and I would consider getting the book just because I like the energy. I like the environment. But if you're going to fucking charge me triple and not give me at least an over-the-pants hand job, I'm not buying books from there. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, you got to give me some kind of second... Some kind of second form of service if you're going to charge me triple for a fucking book that I could have bought for half on Amazon. I don't know. Those are just my thoughts. I just thought I would share. Um, <laughs> just thought I want to let you know. There are a lot of posters, too, like in the bookstore and stuff like that, which actually made me think, what do I want to say about posters? Um, oh, the thing that I was thinking about posters... Um, or at least because I saw them at the bookstore and then it, it made me think of this. You know, when people will have um, like, say like a favorite, one of their favorite artists on their wall, you know, like it's cool to have like a poster of like your favorite artist or like a few posters or like, you know, maybe some like memorabilia from like a concert or something like that. But when it gets to the point where people have like a shrine of for like Harry Styles and like, look, I there might be one of you listening right now who is a current shrine for Harry Styles and you're not going to like this next joke, okay? But okay, it's one thing to have like a poster and support them and like their music and enjoy them and you know having a whole shrine for an artist, yeah, that's cute. Up until up until you're about maybe 11, but at what point does this become mental illness? You know what I'm saying? Like like you know you're making out with the poster at night. You think that you actually have a chance with Harry Styles. Like at what point at what point does it go from cute to just delusional optimism that's just pure mental illness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we don't address this. I feel like we're just letting it go by the wayside. Like some of these people genuinely think that they have a chance with Harry Styles. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the guy, look at him. You know, I don't have a chance with Harry Styles. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's it, it, there's a fine line. It's like, it's like having a blankie or whatever, you know, when you're little. 
like, yeah, I had one for a little bit too long, to be honest with you. Like it was, it was getting to the point where it was like, is that, you know, is it for comfort or, you know, is, is he a little bit mentally unstable? And I was, but I did eventually get rid of the blanket. And it's just, it's just, I don't know what to really say anymore. But it's just, you know, at what point does it become a problem? At what point does it start to get a little weird? You know, it's kind of like the same thing with like, you know, Santa Claus and, you know, uh, you know, Easter Bunny, all, all that stuff, you know, at what point, you know, there's always a fine line. And I feel like that's one of the toughest things about parenting is figuring out where that line is and where it goes from your kid being like, oh, that's so cute. You know, you love that they believe and that, and you know, they have this little Christmas spirit in them to the point where it's like, does your kid need a little extra help in school? Like what's going on there? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, do they need like a little bit of extra help? Do they need some tutoring? Like, do they, how the fuck have they not caught on? How oblivious is your child? And it's, you know, it all eventually gets to the point where it's embarrassing, which speaking about your child needing extra help, another thing that I was thinking about was how people will talk about like, so you know how when people will be like, oh, like I'm not good at, you know, such and such subject, which that's, you know, everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. Like that makes sense. Like it makes sense for someone or here, hear me out. So the one, I feel like the one class that like doesn't make sense for someone to be like, oh, I'm not good at is English. So hear me out because if you, if you hear someone and they go, yeah, you know, I'm just not too good at math. Like, okay, that's fine. Like you have other strengths, like some, you know, there's jobs where you, you know, all you need to do is fucking addition and subtraction when you're doing your finances. Like it's not, you know, you don't need that much math unless you're trying to go into that area of work or, you know, science. If you're not too good at science, like that's fine. If you don't want to be a scientist or, or, you know, something in that area, like that's fine. But the one thing that you can't sit there and say and just be like, you know, Hey, yeah, I mean, what can I say? I'm not really good at English. You're not, you're not good at the language you speak. Like that's not, that's not, it's not like, Oh, you can't just be like, I'm not good at English. No, you're just an idiot. You're just a fucking idiot. That's what you are. You can't just, uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not good with words. That's, that's concerning. That is a red flag. You need to get that checked out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying like, you're not good at writing. Like someone cannot be, you know, someone might just not have like a creative type brain and they're a little bit more, you know, analytical where they're not good at like creative writing and like things like that. That's fine. That's completely fine. That's a skill. That's a different skill in itself. But to sit there and be like, yeah, you know, I'm not too good at the language that I speak. That's a problem. You should, that's, that is an issue. You can't just, you can't be not good at your first language. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking read more, fucking open a dictionary, figure something out because it's, it's, it's not working for you. Okay. You can't, you can't be not good at the language that you speak. All right. Anyways, let's, uh, let's run this into some current events because I, I guess I have a lot in here. Um, didn't really realize it. Anyways, first one here, uh, that I read a pilot crashed seven fucking times in one week. Who let this guy continue to get behind the fucking you know wheel i guess what is it what are they fucking hand signal gear what it, well, i don't know what it is what do you call the thing that steers the fucking plane is it a steering wheel i don't know what it's called you know what i'm saying anyways he got behind the fucking joystick the fucking you know dildo that flies the plane i don't know what it, the cockpit 
of a plane looks like. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, the guy was it seven times. How do you play? Like at, at some point, you know, maybe the third or fourth time, I feel like one of the people are going to be like, you, you shouldn't have a license. You're not allowed to fly anymore. Don't get, get out of the plane. You are not, you, you need to regroup. You need to go back into the flight simulator and figure out how to fucking work a flying plane. Okay. I don't, I also don't know. Like, what is it? Like, what, what does somebody get? Like a, like a pilot's license? Is that a thing? Like, is it a, like, it's like the same thing. Like you drive a car, you need a car license, you drive a plane, you need a pilot's license. I'm assuming that's what it is. So somebody needs to fucking take his pilot's license away because he shouldn't be allowed to have it, period. I mean, how are you going to fucking, <laughs> how are you going to fucking fly a plane? like that you know what i'm saying when you're gonna keep crashing every single week like if i got on a flight and i was going somewhere you know say it was a commercial flight and i'm getting on the plane and then somebody says to me they're gonna be like did you know that the pilot crashed six times this week i'm gonna be like get me off of this fucking flight who let this bozo fly this plane i could probably fly this plane better than that fucking shit stain in the cockpit like what who allowed him to fly this plane you know but at the same time i mean I mean, realistically, where are those pilots right now? They're probably pl- flying for Spirit Airlines right now because those are, I mean, you know what I'm saying? They're probably flying for Spirit, which is, you know, yeah, fucking, mm-hmm, you know, I'm just, I mean, they're probably flying for Spirit because who else would they allow to fly there? I mean, that's probably the only place. I'm sure, I think Spirit, I don't even think you need to have a pilot license to fly Spirit Airlines. I think they just, <laughs> I think they just go, I think this is, this is the, the job or the interview process for spirit airlines they're like how often are you late and then you're like fucking every single day i'm never on time they're like perfect when have you ever flew a plane before before and you're like i play gta every once in a while and they're like you're fucking hired you fly this morning you're flying you're flying to cabo and you're like sick (laughs) let me hop on this plane dude fuck man there's always something wrong with spirit airlines i've never taken a spirit flight specifically because Anyone that I've ever spoken to that has flew Spirit has had a problem with it. Like, I don't know what it is about Spirit Airlines, but anyone I've ever talked to, there was just one person I was talking to once that they were like, yeah, I got this really cheap connecting flight to like Cabo or something and from Chicago. And they were like, yeah, it was like really cheap. It was an easy connecting flight. I go, oh, how did you get it so cheap? Like, for a connecting flight like it was only like they were getting it for like you know like i think it was like 50 bucks round trip or like something something like insanely cheap and they were like oh like it was it was just because i guess the connecting flight was like a little bit out of the way and i go where was where to connect they go california i go fucking what you connected you went to chicago to california just to go to cabo they're like yeah i go pay the extra fucking 30 to just go straight to cabo why would you, you literally just wasted like a day or two of travel. They're like, yeah, but I got a great deal. I'm like, yeah, but fucking you lost two days of travel and you had to take off work for an extra two days. You're technically just losing money here. Like, I don't know why would you would do that. Next thing up in current events, the house in the United States passed the Build Back Better bill, which is worth $2 trillion. We talked about this before where they were thinking about um, printing like, or not printing, but like making like a trillion dollar coin or something like that. And we talked about this on here before, how they were like, you know, just going to like raise the debt ceiling. And now it's $2 trillion. So we, we apparently the U.S. gave themselves $2 trillion of wiggle room, apparently, 
to, you know, fix their debt, I guess. Not really. Once again, just want to come on here and say it. I said it once before. I get it that we can't just print more money, but that's what we're fucking doing. We're printing more money. What do you mean? Also, it's kind of bullshit. The U.S., right? The U.S. gets to just print $2 trillion to cover their ass, but all the college students got to eat their hundred grand. What's going on? What's going on here? Huh? Huh? You get debt relief, but I get a foot on my ass? Who's? Well, that's not fair. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's not really fair, you know? Also, everybody else in the world, you know, there's, I mean, there's plenty of people in the U.S. that have plenty of debt, you know? And they, people, you know, they get debt, you know, whether it's through hard times, whether, you know, it's from, you know, trying to pay for college to build a better life for themselves. And people have a lot of debt. And then the government just gets to give themselves $2 trillion. Where's my cut? Where's my cut? Also, the fact that they're giving themselves money is just in turn, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not 100% sure on the economics of this, but doesn't that just increase the people's tax so that people get put in more debt? What kind of fucking system do we have? I don't know. It doesn't feel right to me. I feel like we're not doing a very good job at keeping this country together. I don't know. Like, I know I haven't read enough on it to understand it. I haven't taken enough, I haven't taken enough econ classes to understand everything about it. But it's like, what do they do? Like, is this really going to fix the problem? Or like in 10 years, are they just going to be like, oh, fucking looks like we got to add another trillion on. Like, when does it end? Like, money isn't even real at this point. If you could just fucking add trillions of dollars, like the government's like trillions of dollars in debt, which is obviously why they added the Bill Becker bill. Build back better bill. Build back better bill. Build that's a tongue twister. Build back better bill. Build back bill 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 Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it feels like money isn't real at this point, which I don't think it is either. You know, I mean, listen, I'm not asking for much, but maybe like just throw me like 10 mil. I mean, come on. That's not a lot. Just th- throw your boy like 10 mil. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll get we'll, we'll get this figured out together. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, Kid Rock released an anti-woke song, which I don't look. I don't care where you stand politically. This isn't a political show, but I never thought that I would see the day where Kid Rock decided to make a political stance in a song that's called Don't Tell Me How to Live. Look, I look, look. Look, once again, not political, but the fact that like Kid Rock, you know, like like his entire career was just the point of him being like, you know, he's like a rebel and he like, you know, he's just like, he's crazy. And then all of a sudden he gets on a song and he was like, I would love to tell you about where I stand politically and what and what I think we need to do in this country. Like Kid Rock, listen, out of anybody, I'm definitely not listening to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm not. Okay, you can't exactly come on a song and decide after 20, you know, fucking years of a career that now you're going to make a political stance when your first album was called Grit Sandwiches for Breakfast. Like you can't. No one's listening to you, Kid Rock. Nobody not not once will someone be like, yeah, you know, you know who I kind of honestly kind of support politically? Kid Rock. Kid 
rock. Listen how stupid that sounds. That's almost as dumb as having to tell someone that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the president of the United States, which might happen, which might happen. I feel like anyone can honestly get elected in this country. You know what I'm saying? Like you could literally fucking anybody, dude. I mean, like as long as you have like a good campaign and you trick people for long enough that you're going to actually make a change, that's all you really got to do. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually get a run for president. I mean, all you honestly have to do for a presidential campaign is just lie, just lie, like lie your ass off for, you know, the entire campaign. And then when you become president, just pretend like you never said any of that. You know, <laughs> that's, that's how you become president. You love to be like, Mr. Mr. President or Anthony, if you become the president, are you gonna, um, get rid of all college student debt? I'm going to be like, fucking no debt for anyone. And they're going to be like, woo! And then I'm going to get an office. And after a month, they're going to be like, Anthony, what happened to getting about getting rid of debt? And I'm going to be like, huh, I feel like you're putting words in my mouth. When did I say this? And they're going to pull up a clip and I'm going to be like, that's clearly edited. I don't, I've never said those words in my life. And they're going to be like, sir, this is directly a video from the government. And I'm going to be like, huh, well, somebody clearly is preying on my downfall because I never said those words in my life. Uh, next question. <laughs> it's all you got to do. It's all you got to do. They're going to be like, what do you, how do you feel about prisons? Fucking no more prison. And everyone's going to be like, woo, woo. And then, so, and then they're going to be like, Anthony, what happened to get rid of prisons? And I'm going to be like, who said, who said this? And they're going to be like, I thought you said no more prisons. And I'm going to be like, fucking people murder people. They shouldn't be on the streets. Come on. What are we thinking here? Like, I would just I would just agree with every reporter. They, like, no matter how absurd the question was or, or, or how absurd what they said was, like, they would be like, Anth they would be like, Anthony, do you believe that all or do you think uh, the people think that it's a good idea to make uh, Kid Rock? To make Kid Rock your vice president. How do you feel about this? I love Kid Rock. I love his little music thing he's got going on. Yeah, I love that he was relevant 11 years ago. Yeah, I would love to have him as my vice president. Of course, he sounds like a great guy and they get in office and they'd be like, what happened to Kid Rock? I'd be like, he got lost at sea. I don't know. We threw him overboard. I didn't want him involved. I don't <laughs> I don't want him involved. You just make things up. And then... How you get a second term? This is how you get a second term, if you're wondering. You start doing like the things that you said that you weren't going to do or that you were going to do and you didn't do within the first three years. The last year of your presidency, you just you start putting in bills to make all those things happen. And then everyone's like, oh, he's really making a change. And then they vote you back in for a second term and then you veto all the bills. And then you go, and like, just like a middle finger. They vote you back in office and you go, ha, 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 I fucking eat my ass. I so got all of you. You suck, suck my cock. And then you just ruin the country for four years and then you throw it on to someone else. And then when you're out of office, everybody loves you and they forget all the horrible things that you did. You know what I'm saying? They forget how terrible you were at running the country. That's... That's how you become the president. That's how that's how you that's how the president of the United States truly runs things. Over in Britain, you know, you don't have a problem with that. You just have a you just got the queen, you know what I'm saying? Fucking love her. Love that bad bitch. Fucking she's killing it. Totally not racist. Um <laughs> 
that's uh yeah no she's yeah they're great they're great they're great they are awesome but uh speaking of the president actually what i wanted to bring up was that kamala uh took over power for the presidency for like a couple hours i mean that's dope first woman to technically i mean i know it was like you know not that long of a time but she was technically the 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 president in command at for a period of time which is dope but i do i can't i it's i feel bad for her because she's like forever gonna be known in history they're gonna be like you know in 80 years they're gonna be like you know in a history class somewhere and they're gonna be like who's the first women to hold president and they're gonna be like kamala harris you know the kids are gonna be like kamala harris and then they're gonna be, and then they're gonna be like, and why did she? Why was she able to hold power? And they're gonna be like, because President Biden needed a camera up his ass. And everyone's gonna be like, yeah, like fucking, why would they tell us? Like, I get it's like, you know, why couldn't they tell us that he was just going under anesthesia just to like check things, like just for like a checkup, like just to like, you know, he's old. Nobody would have questioned it. I mean, he's old as fuck. If he needs to get put under anesthesia, he needs to get put under anesthesia. I'm not gonna make any questions. He's an, he's old as shit. You know what I'm saying? But people, but they felt the need to tell the people that Biden was getting a camera shoved up his ass. I get it. I get it, obviously, why they transfer the power because, you know, Biden, obviously, I mean, it's tough to run the country when you're knocked out with a camera up your butthole. But I mean, you know, I mean, you can't exactly, I, in that point in time, be like, imagine if something like actually happened. Like, imagine if, if there was like a missile coming. I mean, I hope not. You know, that would kind of, that would be a day ruiner. You know, um, I mean, probably a life ruiner for others because they would die. But you know, I mean, there would be a missile, and the missile would be coming in, and then like they would have to like wake him up, and he would have like a camera shoved up his ass. He'd be like, "Whoa, what's going on? What's going on?" And they'd be like, oh, "Mr. President, I don't mean to alarm you, but North Korea did just shoot a missile at us." And it's going to hit New York in about five minutes. So I'm just wondering what your game plan is. <laughs> He's going to be like, obviously, shoot it out of the sky. And they'd be like, that's what we thought. But we just wanted to double check. Thanks, sir. Anyways, you could you could uh, go on with your procedure here. I don't know. <laughs> um, next week, if you guys are wondering, there is going to be... It's going to be decorated for Christmas in here. You know, there's going to be lights, camera, action. There's going to be... I don't know, maybe I'll buy an elf, maybe I'll buy a Santa Claus. I am running a little bit close on time here. I'm hoping that Amazon gets me those things that I need in time. I do already have lights, I believe. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I sh- I'm probably going to try and get a tree in here, possibly. Not sure where I'm going to put it, considering there's not exactly anywhere I can put it. Maybe I'll hang it from the fucking ceiling. Who knows? We're going to do something. We'll have a tree. We'll have a couple elves. Maybe I'll get some presents in here, some fake presents, wrap them up get a little crazy maybe i'll get an elf on the shelf maybe i'll get two elf on the shelves make him have sex on camera make make an elf baby i don't know i don't know i'm not sure actually i have a story about elf on the shelf should i say it now or should i save it for the weeks to come ah because some of the ah let's ah i'll ah, i'll say it honestly so when my sister was younger she used to uh she used to like it, it, it was at a point where i was much older you know what i'm saying like i was i was to the point where like i you know, I was aware that an $11 elf from Target was not real. Okay, let's just, okay. I was old enough to acknowledge that this, he was not sent from the North Pole, okay? He was on the fucking, the back of his tax had made in China, okay? I'm not, I was, I was aware, I was aware that it was not a magical elf. Anyways, I feel like this was specific to my neighborhood, 
at where like all the parents just made this up and collectively decided to agree on it. But essentially what the parents agreed on was like the kids. Apparently what it says in the book is that if you touch the elf, it loses its magic, which by the way, whatever prick wrote that in that book to signify that if, oh, if you touch the elf, it loses its magic, you fucking, you made Christmas a nightmare, okay, I just want to let you know personally that it turned Christmas into a fucking nightmare, because instead of just fucking, if I were to like accidentally, if my mom was like cleaning, and she picked up the elf to clean underneath the elf, and then my sister saw she would go into a category five tantrum and start pounding the floor and be like, he's dead. He's fucking dead. God damn it. He's gone. Elf. God, no. What kind of fucking cruel world are we living in? No. And she would cry her eyes out until one day, some parent, don't know who it was, all collectively decided that if the elf was ever accidentally touched, then to bring its magic back, you stuck it in the freezer, like in the in a freezer, because I don't I don't know why, but then every fucking kid in the neighborhood heard that and was like, that makes perfect sense. Like that is so logical. That makes so much sense. I agree. That makes so much fucking sense like what so then anytime it did that i would have to throw this elf in the deep freezer and then the next morning i would have to wake up early or you know me or my mom or my dad we'd we'd have to wake up early fucking unthaw this fucking elf and then put him somewhere in the house to signify that oh yeah he fucking got his magic back figured out how to fucking break out of the freezer at night and then fucking flew back onto a shelf and found his little bed somewhere and i was i don't know who made it up it's funny that they did it works because the kids believed it they still do i still hear parents in the neighborhood who like you know if if their elf gets touched or something like that they got to throw it in the deep freeze for 24 hours to get their little magic back and yeah you know i don't know also, funny thing, another story really quick. Another funny thing that happened, it was my one uncle, the one that I got lost at sea with, um, who, uh, I mean, me and him, we, we, we fuck around all the time, right? Like, we, we constantly, you know, we fuck with each other, um, jokes and shit like that. And even when I was younger, he'd, like, fuck with me, we'd mess around or whatever, and... <laughs> We would, uh, the one thing, the one time that I remember I got him like really fucking good was it was the age where I was like, you know, it it was like, I was on the cusp of like knowing whether or not this is for Easter, by the way, but like it, it relates cause it's the same thing like Santa Easter bunny, but it's, it's very funny. So <laughs> I was right on the cusp where I was on the cusp of where like it could have gone either way. Like I could have still semi believed in the Easter bunny or I like already knew and I was right on that cusp and my mom had to run to the store real quick and I knew that she was running to the store because my sister was still younger she still believed at that time and my mom was running to get like little Easter baskets for the morning 
to put together for my sister, you know, be like, oh, the Easter bunny came, you know, with like some chocolates and like a chocolate bunny. And so my mom was running to the store last minute to go get that. And when my mom ran, my uncle looked at me and he goes, oh, what did she say she was going to the store for? And I go, this is my moment to fucking give him a mental breakdown. This is, I was a dick even when I was young. I go, this is my moment to fucking send him into cardiac arrest and fucking make him wish he never said those words in his life. And he goes, what is your mom going to the store for? And I go, I don't know. She said she needed some last minute toiletries. She said we were out of soap. And he goes, yeah, you're out of soap and chocolate bunnies too. And he winks at me and I go, what? Like confused. And he still thinks I'm fucking around. And he goes, come on. Quit pretending like you don't know. She's getting the chocolate baskets for tomorrow to act like the Easter Bunny bottom. And I go, this is my moment. And I go, I go, this is my Hamilton. This is my debut. Let me fucking lean into this like an asshole. And I look at him and I go, the Easter Bunny's not real. And he goes fucking pale white. And he goes, what? I go, my mom's the Easter Bunny? He goes, no, no, no. And he's like trying to muster these words. And I let him fucking struggle to get a a coherent sentence out for like 30 seconds. And then I'm like giving him like like the little kid sad eyes. And then I go, I'm just messing around. I've known for like two years. And he goes, you fucking piece of shit. He's like, he got so mad. He goes, you fucking asshole. He's like, I fucking, he goes, I thought I just ruined every holiday for you. And your mom was going to be pissed at me. Which is, by the way, my uncle is obviously my mom's brother. If you he, if he didn't catch that. I don't know if I said that. But that, like, the uncle that said it to me is also my mom's brother. So he was like, your mom, he goes, I was just sitting there. Just He was like, I was just running through how mad your mom was going to be at me. And he was like. He was like, you're such a dick. And I was like, "That's that was my moment. That was my Hamilton. That was my debut. That was my time to shine, and I did it. And I held down the fort, and I, su- I succeeded. I succeeded. Anyways, let's get into some fan fucking questions. Maybe you want me to do some karaoke while I find these fucking questions? Good tidings for Christmas and a happy new year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And first question, here we go. First question today. Would you rather shoot yourself in the foot with a nail gun or eat a live centipede? Who asked this? You are fucked in the head. I'm going to answer it, though. That's shoot myself in the foot with a nail gun. Shoot myself in the foot with a nail gun. Who the fuck made this up? Or eat a live centipede. I mean, definitely eat the live centipede. Like, I would just chew it enough to the point where he's hopefully dead. That's like, oh, dude, imagine a centipede crawling down the back of your throat. Oh, my God. That literally almost made me just gag. Holy fuck. That almost made me just throw up for a second there. I, I mean, I would rather put a fucking nail in my foot or no i wouldn't no because that would fuck some tendons up yeah no like i said i would rather eat the centipede 100 i'm not putting a nail in my foot the fuck 
You know what I'm saying? That's also like a weird thing to go to the hospital for, like like to explain it, you know? They'd be like, why? They'd be like, oh, were you doing a construction job? I go, no, I'm just uh, I'm just an idiot, actually. And they'll be like, oh, okay, that's all right. That's nice. We're going to have you wait here for three hours just for being a dumbass. And we'll be like, yeah, it's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Someone asked me, real talk, why are my parents divorced? Probably because of you. I mean, realistically, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they like to pretend they'd be like, you know, the parents are like, ah, it's not, it's not you. It's us. No, it's you. It's you. It's your fault. It's your fault. So you figure that out. Um, <laughs> um, it's your fault. Uh, you're the reason that they divorced. Don't think anything otherwise. <sighs> What's my daily schedule? I don't really know why you want to know that, but I'll share my daily schedule. Uh, I wake up in a cold sweat, stare at the ceiling, um, and a burning thought of existential dread and constant anxiety. And then I stare at my phone for 30 minutes, eventually rolling out of bed. After I roll out of bed, I turn on Fox News and I jack off to Tucker Carlson. And then I, <laughs> and then after that, now it's about 930. Then I'll make some breakfast. Um, usually uh, tricks cereal. I know it says it's for kids, but you know what I'm saying? I like to be a little bit of a rebel art. If that... If that rabbit tries to come anywhere near me, I'll just snap his fucking neck. I'm not afraid of him. Okay? Oh, tricks are for kids. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. I dare, I dare you to try me. Then after I eat my tricks, I go to the gym and um, pa- almost pass out because I ate three bowls of tricks for breakfast because I'm a fucking eight-year-old. And then after I do that, I come home. I take a shower. Then I sit in my room, have a panic attack look at my computer, read some emails, don't respond to them for three days because it's too much effort. Then I record a podcast. Maybe I don't record a podcast. Then I edit said podcast. Then 8 p.m. rolls around. Maybe I eat dinner. Maybe I don't, depending on how much Adderall I had that day, realistically. And then after I do that, 8 p.m. rolls around and the Adderall keeps me up to like 3 a.m. I get four hours of sleep and I do it all over again. It's really, it is a great cycle. It's good. <laughs> it's really great. And yeah, all of that's a 100% true. Okay, so what what is my actual daily schedule if you're actually concerned with this? Which you probably aren't. You probably don't care. Most people probably don't. But since you ask, I'm going to answer. Um, I actually, I wake up. Uh, depends when I wake up. Cause sometimes if I, I'll work till like 2am and if I do, then I won't wake up till like nine because you know, I got to sleep. But other days, if I stop working at like eight, then I go to bed at like nine 30, 10, then I'll wake up at like six. It just depends on the day. And then I pretty much, I go to the gym, I eat, I come home and I literally like pretty much work all day. Like whether it's editing, uh, YouTube videos, uh, you know, editing podcasts, thinking of kind of like a, not a script for the podcast, but you guys know, I write down ideas just so I have kind of like a lane to go down and then whatever, 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 you know, side roads we entertain during that hour, during this podcast, and I'll go down those roads and we'll see what's down those roads. Sometimes we find something new down those roads. Sometimes we find a fun little journey, a fun little bit. Sometimes, sometimes we find a little trauma down those roads that turns into a joke that's also a, that's also fun. That's also a fun time. But yeah, pretty much I pretty much my entire day consisted just me waking up, eating food, going to the gym, working out, then coming home and sitting in front of my laptop for like fucking 8 to 10 hours 
and, or sitting in front of a camera in between that at some point or another and working. I'm going to be honest, like seven days a week. I'm not even kidding. And uh, yeah, it's a lot, but I love it and it's fun. And is it a lot? And do I barely have any free time? Yes, but I'm also, even though I don't have any free time, you guys are going to be the first ones to hear this. I'm actually very soon, I'm trying to, I'm going to start doing stand-up. And I know a lot of you guys have been on my ass about this for a while. And there's a lot of people that are like, you need to do stand-up. And if you don't, I'm going to kill myself. And I'm like, well, please stop DMing me that because I will need to call the suicide hotline. If you keep doing that legally, I will need to call somebody. But I do appreciate the support, and you know I am gonna start doing it soon. I've uh, you know reached out to people for you know uh, some advice. You know some comedians I know, um, some people that are you know doing very well for themselves, and I acknowledge that. I like their comedy, and I'm like you know I like what you do, and you're clearly doing it at a at a pretty high level, and I would like to do that as well. So if you could help me out there, and uh, yeah, I'm just excited, excited about it, excited to uh, yeah, yeah get into it. Just want to let you guys know. I don't know how many of you live in or near Chicago or the Chicagoland area, but definitely whenever I'm going to be on stage somewhere, or, you know, once I eventually, you know, get my name out there in the comedy club community and uh, start getting uh, some spots uh, that are, you know, longer than fucking five minutes, then I will definitely be posting that in my story and be like, hey, come, come check me out if you want to come check me out. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, all the countries in the world are at a party. This is very interesting. What is the United States doing? All the countries are at a party. The U.S. is probably, I don't know, walking around laundering money, selling Vicodin. Um, <laughs> they're probably, the U.S., the U.S., this is how I see the U.S. The U.S. is like, a, um, the U.S. strikes me as being some guy on Wall Street who's on coke 24 7 constantly trying to make a deal and is just trying to sell you vicodin while also trying to sell you into some shit penny stocks the u.s is literally just a wolf of wall street the movie the plot the plot the the u.s if the u.s was a person it would literally just be the wolf of wall street like that's what the u.s represents in my opinion you know fucking the you know starting off from nothing building up all you know, building up an insane amount of wealth through screwing people over, laundering money and stealing money and cheating people out of their well-earned savings and <laughs> and everything like that and just fucking people over and fucking the government and then having like a good five to ten year run and then have it all come crashing down, FBI raids you, puts you in prison, then you come out of prison and you act like nothing happened and you still have just as much money. And it's, <laughs> that's the American dream. You know what I'm saying? That's who the U.S. represents. I mean, the American dream, people are always like, the American dream is to work hard for your living and build a, a decent house with a decent family and live a decent life. No, the American dream is to fuck people over, launder money, and then eventually get caught and go to prison for the rest of your life. That's the American dream, man. The American dream is to live off of hookers and blow for five to ten years, maybe throw in a few Vicodin, a couple Quaaludes, live your life, launder money, wear $5,000 suits, 10000 fucking $150,000 watches every single day of your life, and then one day the FBI catches you and throws you in prison. That's the American dream. 
It truly is. It truly is. That's my goal. That is, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? There is that urge that I post this on TikTok. There's that masculine urge. It's a trend on TikTok. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you have. But there's that masculine urge, you know, to just fucking become a money hungry, emotionless piece of shit. And then 10 years down the road, you meet some nice girl who's like, you kid, you gotta show emotion and you gotta love. And then you're like, you know what I do? And then you retire with fucking... 500 million in the bank and you go i'm gonna live my life now and then you just fucking live somewhere in fucking i don't know upper upper you you live somewhere in upstate new york with your wife and kid and some five fucking multi-million dollar home and then you just vibe that's the dream that <laughs> that is the dream that is the dream but realistically my dream is to just travel the country in a tour bus just doing shows fucking everywhere in every arena in the every arena in the country every arena in the world honestly that's that's my dream and one day we'll be there one day i'll be there just gonna take some time but also what are the other countries doing at the party canada what's canada let's think about this what's mexico doing at the party um probably selling drugs better than the united states probably doing a better job you know chapo i mean come on i mean you know you're not going to think about mexico and not think about chapo you know what i'm saying i mean like the guy I mean, you know, people like to be like, ah, he was a bad guy. But I mean, fucking the guy knew how to move bricks, you know, and I'm not talking about cocaine. I'm talking about money. I'm talking about money. But he also didn't know how to move cocaine pretty well as well. But I mean, fucking Chapo, they're probably there selling drugs better than the U.S. And the, and the U.S. is just trying. They're, Mexico's selling drugs and getting away with it. The U.S. is selling drugs and then trying to figure out how to get themselves out of prison because they fucked up somewhere. Canada, Canada's just Canada's just there. They're just having a good time. They don't know what's going on. They're confused. The US comes up to them, they're like, "Hey, do you want a, a little something?" And Canada thinks they're talking about they Canada thinks they're talking about Canadian bacon. They're like, "I would love a little something." Canada thinks they're talking about Tim Hortons. They're like, "I would love a little something something." Canada thinks someone's bringing them a nice cup of joe. When in reality, they're bringing, out, they're bringing them a fucking eight ball. And they're going to be like, <laughs> you say to a Canadian, they're going to be like, <laughs> you say to the Canadian at the party, and you're like, hey, would you like an eight ball? And they'll be like, I mean, you know, I haven't really played pool too many times in my life. But I mean, you know, I like to, I like to think that I'm pretty decent at the game. And then the next thing you know, they bring you a fucking bag of Coke. And you're like, huh, I didn't ask for powdered sugar for my pancakes. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, sir. Canada's just confused. Europe, what are we doing? The United Kingdom? They're probably just sitting in the corner, upset that the U.S. won. Still. Just still upset about it. Just still, unfortunately, upset about it. Just sitting in the corner. They're upset. I don't know what any other country would do. Australia? They're probably just in the corner with a surfboard. They're like, I thought we were going surfing. And they're like, no, it's fine. And then the Australian drinks like one beer. And they're like, let's go fucking wrestle in alligator. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> they're just like, and everyone's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I, I feel like I feel like I could snap an alligator's neck right now. And they're like, no, you can. He's like, I'm going to go do it, whether you like it or not. And that's what's going to happen. And they And they do it. And they do it. The Australians are out of their fucking mind. I don't know. I don't know where they came from, but they're it's genuinely clinically insane. And it's 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 scary. It's scary. It's really scary. They're crazy. Yeah, that's what all the countries would be doing at a party, if you ask my opinion. Opinion on people who cut spaghetti instead of swirling it on a spoon? Electric chair. I mean, there's simply no other thing that I would wish upon anyone. Like, what are you, what are you a, a fucking infant? 
You need your food cut up for you in bite-sized pieces because you can't swallow correctly? Like, what's wrong with you? You don't know how to swallow your foods? You don't know how to not fucking choke and die? That sounds like a you problem. That sounds like a you problem, buddy. It sounds like you need to figure your life out, okay? Bite-sized foods? Just twirl it. Slurp it down. Take bites. You don't need to cut your food up. You just bite it when there's too much in your mouth. When there's too much food in your mouth, you bite the excess off so that you don't choke and die. That's how that works. You don't cut it up like a fucking three-year-old, okay? And if you cut up your spaghetti, you need to learn how to not do that because it's embarrassing. Anyways, last one here, just because it's Thanksgiving week and I feel like I need to answer this. Fuck, Mary kill, stuffing turkey, mashed potatoes. Great fucking question. This is a very, very controversial topic I have. Stuffing is the worst food to ever touch the earth. Stuffing tastes like Columbus himself dipped his sack into the ingredients and then proceeded to drag his balls along the stuffing and then baked it at 450 and put it on the table. It's the worst thing I ever had in my life. I hate it. It's disgusting and I never will eat it ever. It's gross. I will kill stuffing 10 out of 10 times. Turkey mashed potatoes, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't get the hype around turkey. It's always dry. It's subpar meat. It's terrible. I don't know why we keep killing turkeys. They don't even taste that good. Look, I'm all look. I'm not one to be like, don't kill animals. Look, listen, I love steak. I will murder a cow if need be. But turkey, I could go without killing them. It doesn't taste that good. It's a subpar meat, so I'm gonna have to fuck turkey because it's fine. I will eat it on Thanksgiving just because it's ain't. Thanksgiving, but any other time of the year, I would prefer that no one ever gives me turkey. And finally, mashed potatoes, I'm marrying the shit out of them. They're the best, probably one of the best foods I've ever had in my life. I mean, you could do so many things with mashed potatoes. You could just do throw a little butter in there. You could throw some cheese in there. You could get like a three cheese mashed potato. You could, you, you could do a lot. You could throw gravy on there if you want, if you're feeling a little frisky. You could literally do so many things with mashed potatoes, and they're so versatile, and they taste so fucking good, and that's why I'm marrying mashed potatoes, and that's where we're ending the podcast. Thank you to listen to me bitch and moan for the past however many minutes this was. I'm not sure. My laptop's a little far away. I can't exactly see the numbers from here, but thank you for joining Make sure you rate and review the podcast over on Apple Podcasts. Really helps us out. Share with all your friends, family, everything. Turn this on on the Thanksgiving, okay? If you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, pause it and be like, "Hey, family, this is a very, <laughs> this is a very kid-friendly podcast. Let's put this on in the living room with all of our grandparents and share this with the world because I feel like our 85-year-old grandfather would absolutely love this podcast and totally understand every single joke he's saying. So let's put it on in the living room." And nobody's going to be uncomfortable. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, like I said, rate and review. All the socials for the podcast. Make sure you follow the podcast. Kick it with Kaz on Instagram. If you want to be involved every week with the questions and things like that, follow all my socials down below. And that's it. We're going to add every podcast like we do every single time. So with two claps and a Ric Flair. So can I get two claps and a Ric Flair? Woo! See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.